Blog Talk Radio. the other phone line is going so hang on just hang on just a second I'm, li- I'm adding a number in hold on I know people are texting me like crazy hold on just a second be patient All right, guys, we're here. We are back. So I got everybody listening. You're there. You are hearing me, and we're live. So this is what's cool about live radio, live phone calls, what have you. Everybody's wigging out. There's 70-plus people on the on this call-in line, plus the thousands that are listening online. I'm just kidding. Probably not thousands, probably a few dozen. Um, um, but hopefully somebody that was like if Lee or Crystal or Phil or whoever texted me said you can't get in, let me know that you're in there so you can hear somebody that's on the phone line. Shoot me a text or something just before I start yakking away and getting going. I can't handle all the text during the call because the phone's down and I won't even hear it and I won't see it. So then come, somebody text me just and as soon as I just crystal or leave, somebody let me know that. All right, cool. Now, are you in on our number? Number okay. That's what I need to know. Before we get started, technical difficulties, it's all good. Okay, cool. Thanks, Rebecca. Okay, nobody else text me. We're all good. We're going to get started and keep going. So, it's it's awesome. We are here tonight. Welcome to the first ever, well, not first ever, but the first edition of, of the Silver Lining, which is a training call that myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off, but it's, it's going to be ran over the next uh, six, seven, eight weeks, maybe uh, ten weeks up to uh, up through the up, up through the fall. <coughs> Excuse me. It's going to be ran by your leaders. A lot of your lead, different leaders are going to chime in, are going to take the call a certain night uh, from Emerald and above leaders that are on the team. Um, we're in the process of planning that out and setting that schedule up. But it's going to be great. You're going to get to hear from a lot of different people. The training topics are not just going to be a lot of energy and, and motivation, because, you know, that's what I like to do. I like to motivate you. But the silver lining, what it's specifically designed to do is each week we are going to peel out or, or pull out a, a portion of uh, of this business that's going to help you move from brand-new guy all the way to, to silver and beyond. Okay? If you can get to silver, you can get to diamond. Just remember that. If you can get to silver, you can get to diamond. There's nothing that would keep you from getting to getting to diamond. 
So tonight we're going to I'm going to give you one of the very first trainings I've ever I ever done, which was um, the top ten mistakes most rookies make. And I hope you have your pen ready. And a part of this training every week, you're going to need to be focused. You're going to need your pen, your note, your journal. You're going to have to turn all the distractions off. Make sure the kids are in the bed. Make sure the the uh, you know, everybody's way that you can you can really focus. This isn't a call that you want to listen to, you know, just kind of haphazardly uh, while the, you're doing dishes. You've got to be able to pay attention because there's something going to be said every time that's going to really, really, really do it for you, okay? So we're going to try to keep it less than 30 minutes each time. And uh, so as soon as I start, less 30 minutes or less, we're 8.30 to 9 o'clock every week. Uh, and it's going to be great. So just mark it down on your calendar, the silver lining, and the emails will go out. Stay connected to Facebook, to our Facebook group. Stay connected to our email group, which can be subscribed to at our website, com, and you can get continue to get those updates. So without any, any, any more delay, everybody's on board, everybody can hear, let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. Silver, what is silver? Well, silver, this call isn't just going to – I saw some people asking, you know, how do you get to silver? This call tonight isn't specifically designed to teach you the nuts and bolts of what silver is, being $100 of override, uh, $3,000 of retail volume sold underneath advisors, underneath you. This is, that's what I just, told, I just basically told you what silver is. But that's not what this call is for. It's to teach you what does it take to get there. You know, the numbers work themselves out. The numbers are the same as they were back in 1993. The numbers are the same. Nothing is different. Okay, so as, as far as, you know, how to get to silver. But the, the simple things, this is going to, we're going to show you some very basic things. We're going to walk you through how to use the tools, how to begin using some of the reports that are available on your, on your uh, website, on your virtual office, how to read the uh, pre-advisor qualification report, how to look through that and really be able to help people and find people out and find where people are at and people that sign up. You, may, you never know who you're going to find down there. So we're going to move through this, how to simple things, how to, how to use the Impact Magazine, how to sample Spark the right way, how to host mixers, some of the do's and don'ts of, of mixers, how to, do a, how, to, how to invite the art of promotion, promoting people and getting to an event and getting people to a mixer at your house or getting people to a biz op in your area or to, to a major event like Spring Breakthrough, Ladies Alive, or Successful, the art of promotion, how to earn trips. We're going to show you some of those things, which is something pretty basic in and of itself. So these calls are designed for anybody can listen, but we're targeting you as a new guy to a silver. Gold and beyond, from a percentage basis, silver to gold is one of the top, the hardest jump to make. Going from $100 of override to 500 that's a big leap. So, <coughs> excuse me, want to help you get beyond from silver and beyond, okay? So let's move into this tonight. Hope you're ready. Top 10 mistakes most rookies make, the revised edition. Kind of added some things, tweaked it a little bit, but in a nutshell, it's the same training, okay? So write this down. Now, I'm going to give you 10 mistakes, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to number them in order. I'm not giving you in order of importance or one through – I'm just giving them to you. I'm going to go 1 through 10 based only because that's how I wrote them down. But they're e each one of them are equally valuable and important to your business. 
What you need to do tonight, after you're done with this call, is figure out what are you doing. What are the ones on here that you're having the biggest problems with on here? And stop doing it, but also focus on your strengths. Notice the things on here. Say, okay, well, I'm not doing that. That's great. I'm not doing that. That's great. Well, that's awesome. You're not doing those things, but the one or two things you're doing, go back to your mentor. Go back to your mentor in this business. Let them know you heard it. Say, okay, here's what I recognize I'm doing. Be honest with me. I heard the top ten mistakes last night. I don't know if you heard it or not, but here they are. Which one do you see me messing up doing the worst? Which one am I doing? And be ready for that answer, guys, because we we owe it to you to be honest and tell you the truth. You're never going to get to silver and beyond if we don't tell you exactly what you're doing. Okay, we're not here to, 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 to you know, this isn't helping hold, building your self-esteem, although you will. What we're here to do is build you a business that's going to be called a multi-million dollar business. You know, they always say money, you know, I heard this last night, it cracked me up. Money doesn't buy happiness. Money doesn't buy happiness. But it's a lot easier to be sad sitting in a Bentley than, than it is sitting on the side of the road. Now, again, all of us ain't pursuing money. That's not the heart of why we do this at all. But the, in the saying itself, there's some credence there. Of course, we're not going after money. But if we're earning you a paycheck that's giving you a chance to come home and be the mom that you want to be, it's a lot easier to face those rainy days and those tough times when you're, okay, when you're doing that. You understand? So what we're going to show you tonight is how to get there. Now, I want you to write these two questions down. If you're a silver, you're a brand-new guy. Let's start right now. Two questions everyone's asking when they look at you. You're a brand-new advisor. You're brand-new in the business. What you came home from success school, your advisor order was just, well, you're just full. You're full of zeal and energy and excitement, and you're just ready to tear the head off this. You know that you're going to be the next rising star. You're going to earn every, you're going to earn Hawaii. Boy, you're going to be a diamond waiting to get a load of me, and that's great. We're full of your energy and your excitement. But a lot of times that energy and that excitement, it carries over and casts out some really, really, really negative connotations and negative vibes about you and about Avocare. So here's two questions that everybody's asking. And if you don't hear nothing else I'm saying tonight, this is something that our our, uh, our top income or Danny Mac says, and my brother's been hanging out with us, and he's I've heard him say it a few times to some guys on his team. And I'm going to start saying it to, to a lot of guys on our team because it's brilliant. It's exactly the, it's the heartbeat. It's the foundation of why people struggle in this business. And what I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to completely free you from the struggle because if you'll embrace these top ten mistakes, of which these mistakes are built on these two questions, they come out come from these two questions, you will wake up tomorrow morning a different person ready to build this. A light bulb moment will have happened. Okay, here, here's two questions everyone's asking. Number one, do I want to do what you do? And number two, do I want to be who you are? Do I want to do what you do, and do I want to be who you are? Think about it. Think about everything you've done up to this point in Advocare, and think about the people you've talked to, and they're looking at you, and they're saying, do I want to do what, they're, what you're doing? If you're blasting all over Facebook, and every time you open your mouth, Advocare falls out, and, and, and you, you're abrasive with people, you're forceful, we're going to get into all of this. People are looking at you, and they're saying, do I want to do what you do? And they're also saying, do I want to be who you are? Do I want to be the type of person you are? This gets into a lot of the, the, the not moral, because we're not talking morals here. We're talking straight-up success system. There are a lot of things that are going to help you be successful that are not – that can be – sometimes people want to lump them into a moral category 
it's not necessarily moral at all. Charlie Regis himself said, you don't want to be pulling people out of bars. So people are looking at you and they're going, do I want to be the kind of person you are? Do I want to be the kind of friend you are? Do I want to be the kind of husband, the kind of wife, the kind of friend that I see you every day? Do I want to be that kind of person? When I'm around you on a daily basis, do I want to, do I want to be like you? I watch you, you're a cheap tipper. Do I want to be like you? Every single thing you do, people are asking those two questions. So as we move through these ten mistakes, notice that the, realize they're coming from these two questions. You're, you're doing these things, and, and it's causing people, they're, they're looking at you with these two questions. Do I want to do what you do, and do I want to be who you are? So let's go into, to, into and I'm going to spend a little bit of time on some of these ten, and others I'm just going to kind of talk about and then move on because they say, they say exactly what it is. So here's number one. Number one, and again, you're going to number these in order of, of what you're doing. Number one, rookies talk too much. You talk too much. Three-way calls, 201s are it. No matter where you get, you get into the meeting and you just talk too much. When you talk too much, here's what you do. And forgive me for you know, allergies and coughing, but here's what, here's what, what it does. What, what three-way calls, 201s are going to do for you as a rookie, this is not about your ability in this business. This is not a question of whether or not you're intelligent or whether or not you have the skill set to build an advocate business. This is simply a success system. Okay? It's like running a route in football and trying to jump up and catch it with your feet. You may be the most, most incredible football catcher with your feet there is in the world, but there is a system in place that if you follow it, it's been proven to work, which is catching with your hands. And you may catch better with your feet. That's not the point. The point is there is a system in place that we want you to abide by, and that's running routes and catching the ball with your hands. I can't think of a sillier analogy, but a lot of you are doing this you're going through this business, and you're, you're taking it personal when we say, get us on the phone, let us be the storyteller, let us do the work. You're taking it personal. Three-way calls, you know what they do? They build trust and credibility. It builds trust. A lot of you are scared to get on the phone with your mentor because you don't trust them yet. And the, 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 one of the foundational emotions, if, it's, if it can be called that you need in this business, is trust. If you don't trust us, and when I say us, I'm talking about your leaders who are on here who you're looking up to, if you don't trust us that we're going to do the right thing, you don't get to Emerald, you don't get to Ruby, you don't get to Diamond by being someone who's, who's not trustworthy. You, if you don't trust us, we can't help you. We're going to treat your friends with respect and with dignity. But also builds credibility. Because right now you're in process. You're in the process of building a business. Your leader may have built one already that's six months old, and it's already to Emerald. It's, it's a year and a half old. It's to Diamond. They're building that already. They have the credibility, and they're your friend. So when you're getting on the phone with your people, you need to tell your and do the introduction and get out of the way. The other thing that we want from you is foreknowledge. I just, when we do the three-way calls, the two-on-one, all we want from you is your trust and your and we want your trust so we can offer credibility. The second thing is we want your foreknowledge. We want to know just a couple things about them. Call in a little bit early on a three-way call. You don't want to say, "Hey, hey, Lee, this is my friend John. John, this is Lee." See, that awkward silence, that's horrible. And whether Lee's a, he's a diamond now, doesn't matter. Whether it's, it's hey, TJ, it's my buddy Paul, we work together. Well, that leaves TJ out in the dark and what it doesn't do either. It doesn't give any credit. TJ's just another guy. He might as well be down in the corner, down, down outside somewhere, on the ball field. What does Paul have any – I mean, 
he has no reason to get on the phone with TJ because the call's not been set up right. So when you do a three-way call, you want to say, I want to get you on the phone with my friend TJ Overstreet. TJ is an emerald in this business. Now, I know that doesn't mean anything to you, but he's one of the top leaders in this company. That's, a, that's a hundred and almost $190,000 income that he and his wife have been able to build this business to in just in less than two years. And you have got to hear his story. It is powerful. You see, that gives TJ credibility, and, it get, and that gives him reason. The people are like, wow, yeah, I want to meet this guy. Rather than thinking TJ is just somebody at work that's standing around the, the water cooler shooting the breeze all the time. But for knowledge, you get on the, the pre-call, you say to TJ, you say, TJ, uh, this is my friend Paul. I told him I wanted him to hear your story and, and you're a top leader in the company. See, you're already letting him know. Here's what I said. Secondly, you're saying, here's a couple of things we want. And, and everybody's different, so make sure you check with your mentor. What are the things you want to know? I don't want to know a lot because I'm going to ask a lot of questions. I want to know basic things. Are they married? And how do y'all know each other? Or, or what's the relationship so far? What do they know about AdvoCare? Have they been sparked? Uh, what do they do for a living? Now, those things are going to tell me. Number one, if they're married, i got something I can relate to. Second thing is if, what do they do for a living? Well, if they say, well, they work, they're waiter down at Chili's. How old are they? Well, they're 18. Well, here's the deal. There, you should be able to get them, get them to one of the websites or to a story and let them watch that, layer them with a layer or two of conviction, and be able to get them on product. I want to know what's their, what's their goals, where they head to. Not that someone that's at 18 and at Chili's or, or anywhere, Waffle House, I don't care. Not that they're not, they're not credible, but we're talking about we want to know some of these things so we can handle it, so we can, we can treat them with respect and with dignity and be able to talk to them in a way that's respectful to them, not talk down to them or not talk up to someone that we, you know, they're, they're vice president of this company and not feel like there's something there or intimidated we don't want your leader to feel that way. We want to know a little bit in the, in the beginning. Check with your mentor. They'll let you know what they want to know. And the other thing we want on a three-way call or a two-on-one is silence. You don't need to say anything. You're not the expert. Crystal Thurber looked me in the eye and she said, Jason, you need to hush. And she, that was the nice way I'm putting it. Okay? She said, you're talking too much. Who's the expert here? She says, when you talk, you cut the legs out from under me and you make me look just like I don't know what I'm talking about. And I, I agree. I said, you're right. I do. I, I've got to stop doing that. Because I want to, you know why? Here's why I did it. And guys, and, and every one of you, be honest with yourself. Here's why. You want to seem important. You want to seem like you've got a grasp on this, that you're not just some, some guy sitting there ignorant and don't know anything. We've all been there. But you just smile and nod your head, and you're going to look important. Because Crystal or whoever is going to look back at you, or, and, at, and when they speak to you, she said, don't speak unless spoken to. Okay, you got it. I wanted what she had, and I was willing to do what she told me to do. So rookie number, mistake number one is you talk too much, whether it's in your beginning in your story or while you're at the meeting. Secondly, they have faulty expectations. You're expecting things way too much. See, a lot of you are coming into this, and you're watching the fast stories. You're watching the reads. You're glad. You're watching all the people that are blazing a trail through this, and you're saying, why not me? Well, everybody, see, everybody's blowing it up. Everybody's taking off. Not so fast. You're talking about a less than 1% of this company is doing this. Everybody out there right now is going through the same journey you're on, 10K in one month or 1K in 10 months. Your expectations have need to be realistic. This is not a get-rich-quick plan. See, a lot of people will quit after 30 days. Oh, this didn't work. Well, you were expecting a get-rich-quick. Set attainable goals. Set things. And your mentor, this is about relationship. Get with them. So what, do you, what did you see for me? 
here's what I want here and your goals, your expectations need to be measured on two things. What are you willing to put into this business? Okay? And what are you willing to take out of your life? What are you willing to put in this business and what are you willing to take out of your life? In other words, what what amount of effort? Not time. This cannot be reduced down to time. This is how many people are we going to talk to? Can you get to 90 people in 90 days? Can you talk to 90 people in 90 days? We tell our new guys, let's not even look past 90 days. I know you've got a big dream. You want to you shoot gorillas or they're endangered. But there's some animal that you want to kill that's not endangered, gazelles in Africa, one day and live and go on a wild safari. Well, that's great. But let's get the mortgage and everything paid off first. Or let's do some things here first. Let's go 90 days first and keep your head down. 90 people in 90 days. Let's set some attainable goals. 3K. See, we're trying to – everyone wants to get to Hawaii, and you're looking at the Hawaii tracker, and you're overwhelmed by it. So but, – but here's what you need to do. Look at your – one at a time, 3K at a time. Get to 3K, then 6K, then 9K. So make sure your expectations for your business are, are in line with the effort you're putting in, but also the things you're willing to take out of your life. Guys, you can't play in three softball leagues and a bowling league and attend all three kids as little league soccer games and expect, and, and then say, you know, I can't be in training, I can't be on the business, I can't be on the webinar, but man, I sure want to get to Ruby. There are going to come some things that you're going to have to do that's going to, that's going to allow your expectations, your, your, your desires and your expectations are going to come to pass. Okay? Number four, or excuse me, I'm going backwards here. Sorry, number two was faulty expectations. Number three, here's, here's where I'm messing up. I hadn't done it in a while. Here's number three. Number three was set attainable goals. I'll jump ahead and then you can read. Number two is they, they have faulty expectations. Number three is they don't set attainable goals. It says two different things. Expectations are what here's I thought my leader was going to be there every second of the day. I thought you're going to, you're always on call for me. I thought you're going to come do a mixer even though I didn't get anybody on the phone with you. That's ex- faulty expectations. And setting attainable goals is what are little things that you can do and you can accomplish that's going to get you through this, get you to where you want to be. So number four, number four, fourth mistake rookies make. They recruit out of fear, pity, or ignorance. Guys, this is a real, real big issue. And this is where you're going to have to put your, 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 your business hat on. And you can, this is not a rescue operation. This is You're not a Navy SEAL trying to rescue people. This is not what this is. The real problem is the perspective is wrong, how you're looking at people. You can't look. You have to see on the scale of 1 to 10, 10 being Oprah Winfrey and 1 being someone that, is, that has no job and will never and, and has had seven jobs and is lazy and doesn't want to – well, let me back up. Maybe not necessarily lazy. I don't want to say something offensive. But what I mean is on the, on the recruiting trail, on the, on the desires for people, there are people at the one level that refuse to do anything about their circumstances. Whatever you want to call that, you call it. Okay, so that's going to be one. It's someone who is happy doing nothing in life, just taking free handouts. Number 10 is the Oprah Winfrey, the Michael Jordan type caliber of personhood. They're way up there. Donald Trump, Warren Buffett. In between there, we all fall into a number two through nine. So where are you five being five being kind of middle class? Let's say five is the middle class, where both husbands and wives 
both husband and wife has to work and they make a good living. You know, but you, you, you're working to support the living you have. You may make six figures together. The middle class right there. Most of us would probably fall in line when we start advocating between a four and a six. Lower to upper middle class. Lower to upper middle class. Somewhere right in there where we're just trying to make it. Check to check, trying to pay the bills, trying to make it. You want to recruit people who you perceive to be higher up that number scale than you. People of influence. If you recruit leaders, the followers are coming anyway. You don't want to recruit down. You know, here you are. Uh, it's easy if you're a manager. Say, say you're a manager of a car dealership. You're a general finance manager. It's, it's, easy to, or it's easy to go to one of your salesmen and recruit them because you perceive yourself to be on a higher level than them because you, you have a greater amount of responsibility. Maybe your income's higher. But when the owner of the car dealership walks in, you're scared to death to talk to them because why? Well, you perceive them to be higher up the ladder than you. That is faulty thinking. That is a horrible dose of bad perspectives because you never know where their person's at. You never know where they are in life. You are a problem solver, not a product salesman. A product salesman will look at a car dealer and go, well, they don't want to sell these products, but how do you know they don't have some serious problems? How do you know that the dealership isn't about to go under because he built, he bought five more? And he's, he's been... He's been trying to find a way to subsidize, subsidize him. He's looking at cutbacks. If you can only have a plan B business. See, don't recruit people out of fear because you don't think you can talk to anybody up higher up than you. Don't refit, recruit out of ignorance. You know, think things through. Think this through to its logical conclusion. When you look at someone and you want to talk to them and share with them advocate, all of them are going to get on product. We're talking specific business here. All of them are going to get on product. But when you start really thinking about business, who do you want on your team? Who would you want to be a CEO of a company that you're going to partner with, and you would want them running that, that branch or that office? Say you live, in, you live in, in Nashville, and you've got an office. You're opening up in Chicago because your best friend lives there, and that's where his family's at. Okay, your best friend's successful. They're a marketing director, and, and the wife has three kids, and, you know, and they make good money. Well, that's a great that's – that's somebody that probably has influence. They've got credibility. They've got longevity at a job. Things like that that are what you look for. You don't look for someone that's sitting by that can't hold a job. It's everyone else's fault. Those types of – you're looking for people of influence. Those people get – you're not here in business. You're not here to rescue everybody. That's where the scam and the get-rich-quick and the pyramids come into play. They prey on the weak. They prey on the people who are looking just for a quick way out. You're in advocate because this is a legitimate business that's going to give you a chance to create life the way you dreamed that never you never dreamed possible. That's why this takes time. So recruit people based on their level of influence, not where they based on their level of need and desire that you, you've observed. The fifth one, and this is probably the biggest one I hear most, and this might be number one. Rookies they, they mistake pushiness for strength. In other words, you're a rookie, and you're, doing, you're one of two things. You're, 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 you look at your mentor, and you say, well, they're just being pushy. No, pushy, here's two ways. Here's an easy way to determine whether someone's being pushy or being strong. Pushy people make demands. Strong people ask questions. Okay? Pushy people place demands. You need to do this. 
you need to do this right now because this could, this could change. I'm trying to get a new pen, and you need to make this order because this will really help us out as a team and try to throw in the team. It's like this. I remember growing up, and, and people would have the prayer chain. Now, I'm, getting, I'm just using this as an analogy. Don't get your feathers all ruffled. But in church, when I grew up, there was a prayer chain. And in the prayer chain, it was just one big gossip circle. That's all it was. It gave you a right. It gave the, the people of the church, the women, I'm going to say it, a chance to call up somebody and talk about, now they would pray, oh, we just need to pray for sister so-and-so. Her son has just recently lost his job. Bless his heart. Can you believe that? And I think it's the third one he's lost in, in about two months. Well, what's wrong with him? I don't know. I heard that, I heard he's got, that he, didn't, he lied on his resume. Really? Are you serious? I'm serious. We just need to pray for him. Okay, well, I'm going to call, I'm going to call sister so-and-so. We're going to let her know. Okay. And that was so funny because they would throw in, we need to pray for him as, a, as an excuse to gossip. And I think a lot of people would say, you need to do this, you need to do this, and you need to do this for the team. And they like to throw in for the team as a way of making it okay to say that. Our team is doing this, and it's really just you. So you're either, you're either afraid of people being pushy, or you're the one being pushy. Strength, strength attracts strength. Leaders are attracted to strength. Strong people are attracted to, are attracted to strong people. Okay? They're attracted to strong people. Strength asks questions. Well, I understand. This business isn't for you. I understand what you're saying. But let me ask you a question. Are you where you thought you'd be five years ago? I know, the advocate may not be the timing, may not be right right now. I get it. But five years ago, is this the place? I want you to think about this until we talk again. It may be, a year, it may be an hour from now. It may be a year from now. But I want you to think about this. This moment will be here, and it's not a matter of if your friends hear about Advocare. It's a matter of will they hear it from you, and that's okay. You're going to love these products. Get on the challenge. So-and-so is going to – they're great on the product. They can help you. But I know what you're looking for. I remember what you told me, that you wanted to do this and this and this in five years. or five, This is what you'd rather be doing, and Advocare is a great opportunity. But just think about that, and whenever you're ready, we're ready. I'll be glad to help you at any time. When you're ready, I'm ready. You see, I'm asking questions. Are you where you thought you'd be five years ago? I wasn't strong. I mean, I wasn't pushy. I'm not saying they have to do something and you must do Advocare. See, remember this. If you've got to drag people in, you've got to drag them around. And you don't want to drag anybody into Advocare because that's heavy and that's awful. And all the time they feel like they're just a nuisance. Every time you talk, that's what's going to happen. So rookies mistake pushiness for strength. Number six, rookies a lot of the times will treat their business like a hobby, but expect it to pay them like a business. And here's what I mean. A pen will not make you something you're not already. 48% of advisors, now this number may be different because this is when I first came in three and a half years ago, almost four years ago. 48% of advisors never got beyond being just an advisor. Almost half never get to silver or beyond. That's why we're doing this, y'all. We're wanting to build you as leaders. But the reason that happens is, that, again, we come back to the top, the expectations. You expect this business to pay you a six-figure income to give you a chance to be Chris Reed and walk away from a six-figure income because something's paying you better and you get a chance to slobber all over your kids when they're out the door on the way to school and be the dad you always dreamed of, you never thought would be possible, and it, it wasn't even a reality until someone painted that picture for you, and now it is. You want that type of business, but you treat it like a hobby. Treat it like a hobby means... 
You don't have a daily method. You don't have somebody to talk to tomorrow. You you just kind of show up for things at, at, at random. You don't have any, any, any intention. The difference between a hobbyist and, a, and, and someone who is a true business builder is their intentions with the business. A true business builder is building Advocare on purpose with a power, with, with, on purpose with the purpose. Someone that's uh, building it that's a hobbyist, it's okay to be a hobbyist. Understand this. It's okay if somebody wants just to earn $100, $200, just retailing the product, earning a commission check. Here. That is fine. That may be their finish line. That's okay. But when you express to your mentor as a rookie, I want to build this. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to get to Aspen. I want to do this. I want to do that. And yet you treat it when they say, hey, there's a mix of this night. Well, I can't do a mix of this night. You know, the moon's that full moon tonight, and it's just so it's gorgeous. We're going to get a telescope out, look around. I don't know. That just came to me. You know, there's always an excuse of why something, why you can't do something. And there's no commitment. The true mark of a, of a business builder is just their level of commitment. So you, they, they begin to treat this, say, well, you know, and, and what, so here's why it happens is that as you're going along, you're, you're wanting it as a business, but things get hard. You face some criticism. You face some op- opposition. Some people told you no that you were expecting to say yes. And some people that told you yes are sitting on their hands doing nothing, and you're discouraged. You thought you'd already beat silver. You've been in two years, and you're not even got a pen yet, and you're already discouraged. You're sitting there. And all of a sudden, maybe it's six months ago, well, I don't think Advocare is for us. We're pretty happy. No, the problem was that your commitment was only a six-month commitment. This is a business, a commitment on product and a commitment of the heart. I hope you all are picking up what I'm putting down because I'm leaving you a lot, a lot of trails. You can go back and listen to this again. There's a lot of stuff here I'm giving you. The true, level of the, the true measure of a business builder in Advocare is a commitment to the product and a commitment of the heart that you're going to pursue this and you're going to go after this for other people and for whatever your dream is. So you cannot treat your business like a hobby and expect it to pay you like a business. You just absolutely cannot. Okay? Number seven, rookies a lot of times, and here's another big one, and I'm about to hear mentors and sponsors all over the place about to shout and say amen to this, again, my own personal reference. But a rookie many times aren't willing to say no now to say yes later. No now to yes later. TV shows, leagues, trips, activities. You're not willing to say no. This comes back to the goals. This comes back to those things or expectations where you set attainable goals. This all goes hand in hand. You've got to be willing to say no right now. These next 90 days. Some people just aren't willing to pay the price. They're not willing to say no right now so you can say yes later. I love golf, and I just came in from playing golf, having a great time. Walked right in, sat down, did a call. I mean, it's awesome. Birdie the last hole. I mean, that's how good Lee, I said that for you, buddy. I mean, just it's awesome right now. And what a life. But you know what? My first year and a half in Advocate, I didn't play at all. I was playing two times a week, two to three times a week with my dad, and Broke as all get out. Not spending time with my wife or my, my kids weren't getting the best with me, uh, best best time with me. It was awful. And I said, you know what? This is one of those things that I'm saying no to right now so that I can say yes to it a lot later. And now I get to say yes every day. I get to put my kids in the junior PGA golf camps. I get to see them play the game I love to play. I do nothing else. I get to take them out and get them snacks on the cart and ride around with them and just be there with them in the middle of the day. Because that's what daddy does. 
but I was willing to say no. One of the things in your life right now that you can say no to right now, so that six months, a year from now, you can say yes to it anytime you want. You're willing to count the cost. Count the cost. Here's the other one. I think all these sponsors are shouting, but here's this one. Rookies, a lot of times, will not let go. Here's what I mean. There's certain people, hey, have you heard from so-and-so? Have you heard from so-and-so? Jason, hey, uh, so-and-so said they're going to get on the mix tonight. They're trying to come to the mix. I'm, and I, this is what we want to say to you. Let it go. They're not going to do anything. They're dragging you around now. See, that's the whole dragging them in. You've got to move on. One person will not make your business, and one person will not break your business. You've got to have a lot of people. You can't be diamond with one leg. That's a, that's a one-legged diamond. You can't do it. The furthest you'll ever get is gold. You've got to keep growing and keep going and keep building out leaders. Some people just don't get it, y'all. Some people just don't see Advocare. Some people like the nine-to-nine every day. And, that's, you know, we need them. We need dental hygienists and we need pilots. And we need people that love what they do and Advocare to be the plan B. It's okay. It's okay. It's hard to let go when they just have it. They have it all together. Everything's okay in their life. Advocare is not for everybody. Be okay with that. You need to be talking to so many people that your mentor is having to call you and tell you who's on the call. Tell you who's on the webinar. Tell you who was at the mixer. Tell you who got to advise. Oh, really? Oh, wow, that's awesome. I forgot we talked to them. Number nine, they won't embrace the imbalance. Rookies a lot of times won't embrace the imbalance. They won't do it. It's just too hard. Imbalance will be internal as well as external. There'll be a lot of imbalance inside you guys. There's a lot of change that's going to take place in your life over the course of your advocate journey. A lot of gut check times. A lot of a lot of meetings are going to take place internally between between you yourself and you. A lot of those meetings are going to happen, and it's going to, and there's a lot of imbalance is going to be there. Some things are going to hurt. Some things are going to have to be ripped away. So some 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 outside imbalance. Some night nights where you may have to be mac and it may have to be easy mac and uh, Ritz crackers like we deal with Eli and Savannah sometimes. It may have to be just platinum last week. Boy, it was like okay, hot pockets for two weeks straight. We invested in hot pockets from Costco, like the 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 pallet full, and just stuck them in the freezer. They had like eight different variety packs, and just go get a hot pocket, put it in the microwave. It's all good. We get broccoli one day, we get vegetables, ham and cheese, chicken, and we're getting it all we can. You know, just. You know, Capri Suns and Hot Pockets for two weeks. That's how you get it done. And, now, and being okay with it because that's not the life we live. That's not how it is. But to accomplish some goals sometimes, you've got to do some things that are going to require you to be in balance. Many will quit this business. Some of you are going to quit just simply because it hurts, because it hurts to be in balance. You're used to your one. See, many people won't give up their date night to do a mixer because that's our date night. We don't have enough time. But you understand if you don't ever change that, you'll never have nothing more than that one night. What if you gave up your date night to build your mix, your business and did mixers, then in six months from now you build such an income that you can have two date nights? What about a year from now you can do build such an income that you can have any date night, any night of the week you want, and you never have to answer to anybody else and build anybody else's dream because you're willing to say to, you're willing to embrace the things in your life that are imbalanced. And it's really not a matter of imbalance as it is of prioritizing. Prioritizing your days. And the last thing, y'all, is they lack passion. Many rookies lack passion. The tenth thing, just the simple passion to get out of bed. You need to have a dream and a purpose and a reason and something so enormous, something so big in front of you 
that it just gets you out of bed in the morning, that it fires you up, that there is empty on the there's a a fire in the pit of your belly, that it begins to churn when your feet hit the floor, that as soon as you're shaking your spark, and as soon as you're taking your M&S, and every, every M&S pack you see, you can look into it, and you can see where you're headed with this business. Every, every time you drink a shake, you can see where it's taking your family. Every time you, you take a rehydrate, every time you work out and you use performance products, every time you share what your story with somebody, you're passionate, your fire comes out because you see where it's taking you. I think of my buddy Brian Maynard. Brian is one of the most passionate people I know. And every time he gets off a of, off of clothes, he just says, man, I'm loving this. I am in this for life. I love this so much. I love helping people. He's one of the most passionate people I know in advocate. He's going to be a diamond one day. I know it. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time because he's so passionate. See, people don't care so much about the knowledge in your head as they do with the fire in your belly. They want to know there's a fire in your belly. They want to know that, that you love and you're excited about what it is that there is an intensity about you, not, not, we're not pushy, but a passion. Be passionate about your wife and your kids and spending time with him. Let that be the thing that as you go out to work tomorrow morning, carrying your briefcase and your kids on your leg, not wanting you to go because, you know what, another weekend has come and you've had to drop, leave them there. And both of you have to leave them there. And some daycare, some nasty roach-infested drop-in center, you've had to put your kid in. And now let it be and say, no more, this is the last time. This is the last year this happens. I'm working my business. That's the type of passion it's going to take to correct these mistakes and to be able to have people answer those two questions. Do I want to do, be, do, I want to do what you do, and do I want to be who you are with a resounding yes? I want that life. I want what they have. They're the dad I want to be. They're the wife I want to be. They're the business builder I want to be. I want that life that they lead. Make them answer that by correcting these mistakes, having that passion on the inside to push you forward, to move you through the tough times, to answer the critiques with, the doesn't, with an answer that says, it does not matter what you say, what you do. I am moving forward. You can't sway me. You can't persuade me. My yes and my ground is solid. I'm moving forward in this business. My wife and, and my husband and my kids, we are in this together, and we are going to build this, and we're going to see it till its completion, until we've crossed the finish line that we've set for us, which is our destiny. Until that time comes, we're going to stand, and we're going to stand our ground. That's the kind of passion it takes to get you from nowhere, not a pin, to the diamond, double diamond, platinum level. Is that type of passion. Because you know what all else, guys, is that when all these other mistakes happen, a passion will make up for all of it. Passion for this business and passion for your family, and when the tears roll down your face because you're so excited about what you share, I think of Chris Reed, the man can't talk, can't do a mixer, can't share anything without bawling his eyes out, big offensive lineman, just as passionate as he can be because he loves his wife and his four kids so much. He is forever in debt, whatever care has given him. He is fired up. That's the kind of passion it takes to build this business. And if you build it with that type of passion, you correct the mistakes and you get off to the right foot and you just start talking to people and you look at yourself in the mirror every day and you ask this question, do I want to do what I'm doing and do I like who I am right now. So others, when they look at you and ask the question, do I want to do what you do and do I want to be, be who you are, the answer will be yes. That, guys, have a great night. We'll see you next week. I'm a real life champion. I'm a real life champion.